Welcome, welcome to the Social Stylist Podcast. My name is Lindsay Pruitt, and I'm here to help you navigate the social space. So grab your favorite drink, pull up a chair, and let's get social. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Social Stylist Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about the difference between a sales strategy and a growth strategy because they are so different especially when it comes to what you do and what you sell behind the chair. So I'm going to kind of give you some insight as to which strategy might be the best fit for you right now in your business. Okay, so first, let's dive into growth strategies. Let's talk a little bit about that because there's a lot of buzz around that word, right? Growth on social media. And I want to shed some light on that and what that actually means. Because you hear like, if you do this, you will grow. You need more followers. You need more engagement. You need more likes, saves, comments, shares, right? Like that's one of the biggest things that they talk about is more, more, more. But is more necessary to have a successful business behind the chair? No. In my own opinion, no, it is not important to have necessarily more. Yes, those who have a big following and show up a lot on social media, they look like they're killing it, right? It appears that they're growing. It appears that they're successful. But does that actually equal success? In my opinion, maybe not. It could We've heard of those TikTok stars that rise overnight. They blow up to millions of followers. It just appears that they are very successful, right? But you've heard those stories of people that grow overnight and have that instant success that they kind of don't actually have that instant success because they don't know how to sell. They know how to post and what to post for growth, but they don't know what to sell. And that's why I say growth and sales strategies are very different because A, growth is going to take a lot more work. I'm just gonna be point blank with you. Growing on social media nowadays takes a lot of work and a lot of dedication and a lot of commitment to see the growth that you're wanting to see. Think like these Instagram guru experts out there that say you need to be posting three times a day. You need to be showing up in your stories for X amount of times. I honestly don't know what they're saying these days because I don't personally look at those things and we can kind of dive into my why behind that later. But when it comes to growth, you have to post more and you have to be on top of the trends and you have to be a trendsetter actually to really see the growth. It is just a very different strategy than a sales strategy. When it comes to being a stylist behind the chair and attracting your ideal client, in my opinion, a growth strategy is not the way to go, in all honesty. Can you grow and make sales? For sure. But going back to those TikTok stars that rise overnight, You've heard the stories of they don't actually know how to sell for one and two, they don't sell a thing. So they come out with, I don't know, like a t-shirt company, they sell water bottles, like I don't know. 
but they don't make a single sale because the followers that they've gained are not there for their products and those types of things. They're there to watch their videos and their content and that's it, not to actually purchase anything from them. So for me as a business owner, I'm like, uh, to me, that type of growth strategy is just not in alignment because obviously I'm trying to sell. I'm trying to grow a business here. I can't <laughs> implement a strategy. Like for one, I don't have time. I literally don't have time to be on social media all day long. I'm already online for all of my clients all the time. That for me personally, I really just don't have the time to do that and post that often and stay on top of the trends and be the trendsetter and all of that. Like I do my best to do that, but not to the degree if you are looking to grow on social media. So if you're wanting that explosive growth, yes, a growth strategy is important. Can you make sales in a growth strategy? For sure. But is it the most effective way to make the best sales, like the highest amount of sales to attract your ideal client, your dreamy high ticket clients that you're looking for? Probably not. So let's kind of dive into what a sales strategy could look like for you. To me, this is what I use for all of my private clients. Yes, all of them are a little bit different. All of them are selling something a little bit different. Their goals are all very different. So within their sales strategy, they are different to a degree. But I have some clients, and for me personally, I choose to post 10 times a week. Right now, I am testing a few things, to be honest. I'm always testing stuff on my page. It's not necessarily for me. It's more to test for my clients and something that maybe coming up in their business or a pattern that I'm seeing on social media to be able to bring to them and say, hey, I think we need to start implementing this. this is, these are the results that I'm seeing. Let's see how this converts for you and works for you. I do have some clients that post a good amount of times per week, but I also have some clients that only post three times a week. And all of them see great results from doing both of those things. But again, it just depends on your goals and what your overall end point is for you. Are you trying to talk to multiple people? Are you trying to bring in a few more clients here and there? You're not really hungry for a ton of new clients. You're like, okay, I just want to start Having consistent leads, whether that's to hand over to team members, whether that's to maybe you're in a transitional phase where you're starting to specialize. So your sales strategy is going to look very different. But the key things that you need to know for a sales strategy is number one, you need to know who you're talking to. Again, this is a hill I'm going to die on. I will talk to you about this in every single episode as to why it is so important, but it is. It's just so important for you to know who you're speaking to and why, especially if you are in a pivotal space of maybe you were selling to one person and now you're looking to specialize and you're like, oh, who I'm speaking to is actually different now. So staying clear on who that is, or maybe you started attracting people that you were like, they're incredible people, but they're just not my ideal client that I want in my chair. You're going to want to see where you're lacking, whether that's in your messaging, whether that's Maybe you're just not actually speaking to your ideal client that you want to be speaking to. That's one of the main things that you need to know as far as a sales strategy. Number two is you need to make sure that you set yourself up for success and you choose a posting strategy that you can actually stay consistent with. Like I was mentioning before, I have private clients that post, you know, 10 times a week. I have clients that post three times a week. And they are all successful in different ways because they are consistent in the way that they show up in their space and their audience 
knows. They're learning their habits as to when they're going to show up and they expect that. So being consistent is key to keeping your leads and your audience warm to your offers. The second thing is, well, third, actually, wow. Okay, I already said the second thing. The third thing that you need to know is that you need to be showing up daily talking about your offer. This is huge. You can't just one and done. Hey guys, I have this like amazing offer. First of all, wow, I just said, hey guys, what is happening today? Remember, you wanna talk to the one person. That's another hill I would I will die on, but man, These habits die hard. Holy cow. You want to make sure that you're sharing your offer every single day because you can't just show up one time and expect an influx of leads to come in. You have to stay consistent in sharing your offer. I've seen this over and over again where maybe you're a little nervous to sell. Maybe you don't want to come off as too salesy. You have to remember like on a good day, on social media, maybe 10% of your audience is going to see your offer that day. So you have to remember, like, even if you have, let's keep the math easy here, like 200 people following you on a good day, 20 people are going to see your offer. That's insane. That's like nobody. So that's why it is so important for you to show up daily and talk about your offer. This could be multiple different offers. Maybe you set that up inside your strategy of like, okay, this month, These are the goals that I want to hit. Sidebar, hold on. We're going to back it up just a little bit before I share that. So something else you want to implement within your sales strategy. Just know, remember my brain is everywhere. Something else you want to make sure that you establish at the beginning of every month is what are your overall goals? What are you trying to sell? How many leads are you wanting to capture that month? How many consults do you want to book? How many deposits do you want to have paid? I break down all of my metrics in that way. I don't give a freaking crap how many people have saved a post, how many people have shared a post, how many people have commented on a post. Yes, all of those things help on social media, but at the end of the day, do those saves necessarily give me money? No, not really, right? It's not instant. So setting metrics as far as leads captured, deposits paid, how many discovery calls you've booked, however you want to set your metrics, those are the numbers I really go off of every month. So when I say I look back at my analytics, that is actually what I'm looking at. Okay, how many deposits did I have come through? How many sales did I have come through on this one offer? How many discovery calls did I book this month? And if I didn't reach my goal, I look at my content and I think, okay, what can I jig and adjust to get this number higher? What do I need to do to get more discovery calls booked? I look at that versus how many saves, how many shares, how many comments, how many likes. We've just been conditioned for so long to look at those numbers and define our success on social media. And that's just not true. I've gone through this in other episodes where we put so much pressure on ourselves to reach certain numbers. And for what? Like that's not going to bring us happiness the income that we want, it's more based on the other metrics that I just mentioned within your business. So make sure that you set those goals at the beginning of the month so that you can have something to look back at and be like, wow, I freaking got that many discovery calls. I didn't realize I had that many this month. Or I didn't know I had that many consultation calls. I didn't know that I had that many inquiries about whatever on my form. Like, We never take the time to look back and celebrate those tiny successes that are truly huge. Like people do not talk about that enough. 
So to continue on about sharing your offer daily, something that I want you to remember is number one, this is a business. I don't want you to feel like you are too salesy and have that story for yourself. You need to sell. You need to sell to have a successful business. I don't know where or what happened along the way for us where we felt like we couldn't sell anymore, but it is important to sell. But that leads me into point number four on developing a really solid sales strategy is mixing up your content. And this is so key, so key, because we are kind of transitioning out of the reels era where we all leaned super heavy into reels, which is fine. But I want you to think about this. Not everybody likes to watch videos. Not everybody likes to watch videos. I still come across some clients that are like, I'm a reader. I don't love to just watch videos. If it doesn't have closed captioning on it, I'm not freaking doing it. Sometimes like they won't even watch the closed captioning. They will read the caption and that's it. I was at a training a couple weeks ago and one of the speakers talked about how Some people like to consume content left to right, and some people like to consume content from swiping like up or down, right? So I want you to really think about that. That hit me so hard in such a different way. Like I've heard forever mix up your content in relation to how people consume content. I've heard that forever. If you've never heard that and this is your first time, you're so lucky because you're going to be able to be like, oh, this makes so much sense. So you want to make sure that you're kind of targeting different people. Your ideal client can be this one person, but they might actually consume content all very differently. That's why it's important to show up in your stories and talk and speak in your stories face to camera because they need to know who you are. You need to be posting videos that are face to camera so that they know who you are because some people might not watch your stories at all, but they love to freaking scroll, man. So they'll see you in your while they're scrolling, but Some people also like to consume content instead of swiping up and down or like stories that's left to right, but even like think highlights, right? They like to consume content from left to right. Same with the carousel. They like to consume content from left to right. So you need to be making sure that you are mixing up your content to be able to attract different people in the way that they consume the content. Maybe they like to see more visually pleasing photos. So maybe start mixing in some like branded shoots with some like a really solid caption. Maybe you're talking about your personal story. Maybe you're creating some type of connectional content with that. Maybe you share a graphic on how to take care of your hair extensions. And it's like step one, step two, step three. And it's like a really beautiful Canva graphic that's awesome. You can put all the information in the caption as well, but that's gonna really help serve two types of people where some people really like to just look at the photo. They don't like to read. They'll be able to see what they need to see on there or within the carousel. And those who like to read can go down to the caption and get similar content from that. Maybe it's a little more in depth there. But that is why it's important to mix up your content and really test and see how they like to consume content. I will tell you for for me, from my feed, my audience loves video and carousels. I really don't do a ton of still photos or anything like that. It's a lot of short clips and quick clips to keep them engaged. And I will say that's probably going to be you too, because all of us have the attention span of a freaking toddler of three seconds. So this is another sidebar. 
If you are struggling with your reels and having them convert, I want you to really look at creating super short videos. I'm talking five seconds, five second videos. So that would be like a hook on the, on the reel and then literally putting like more in caption. So giving them the meat of your thoughts or the quick tip or whatever you're delivering to them is going to be in the caption versus on the reel itself. Just a little thing that you can test out for your audience. But I really want you to look at mixing up your content. That's really going to help you sell a lot more effectively because you're going to be able to see how your audience consumes content best. Okay, so let's recap the four points that I talked to you about today on how to build out a successful sales strategy, something that's really effective for you and something that you can stay consistent with. Number one is you need to define your ideal client. You need to be crystal clear on who this person is and what their behaviors are. Number two is set yourself up for success by giving yourself a content plan that you can actually stick to and be consistent with. Whether that's three days a week, that's great. Whether that's 10 times a week, I don't care. It needs to be something that you can be crazy consistent with and providing valuable content every single time you post. No fluff posts needs to be valuable and give your audience a quick win, a way to connect with them, a way to entertain them. It cannot be fluffy. Number three, share your offer daily. This is going to be my biggest piece of homework for you because I know for a fact a lot of you are not selling daily at all. You can have fun with this. You don't have to come on your video and be like, hey, I'm selling again. Like it doesn't have to feel like that. It can feel fun, light, and airy. You just need to be you on that space. So if you coming on your camera and talking about sales, if that feels icky to you, it's gonna feel real icky to your audience. So get creative on how you sell and how you share your offers. And number four, make sure you mix up your content. So I was talking about making sure you're creating content that consumers can consume from left to right and also content that they can swipe from top to bottom because everyone consumes content differently and test that out with your audience and see how they like to consume content best. That is all I have for you today on growth strategies versus sales strategies. If you have any questions about either one or you're like, I have no idea which one would be the most effective for me, please shoot me a DM. I'd love to chat more with you about strategy. I love strategy. I love a really good strategy. All of these points that I talked about in today's episode, you can actually find inside of my content master plan. One of the biggest things that I walk through in my content master plan is how to identify your ideal client and clearly define them so that you can create content so much easier knowing who your ideal client is. So if you are really looking to up your sales, especially getting comfortable with it in the summer, this is such a good time to start experimenting with content. You gotta grab my content master plan. It's really gonna help you A, be consistent, B, define your ideal client, and C, help you establish your sales strategy and really help you get comfortable with this sales strategy. So if you're wanting a copy of my content master plan, you can actually go to the show notes below. I've linked it for you. If you have any questions about my content master plan, again, you can always DM me. My DMs are open at Lux with Lens. I'd love to chat more with you. But most importantly, I want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the Social Stylist Podcast. I am so grateful for you. You have no idea if you have 
any thoughts about the podcast, if you're like, oh my gosh, I am obsessed and I need more of this, I would love it if you just left me a review down below. I would love you so, so much. I already do. I am looking forward to next week already. I will talk with you soon.